it's Mark Shannon with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Friday, August 19th. You can follow the show. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Fantasy Knockout. Please like and subscribe on whatever platform you are on, watching or listening on. I'm excited for today's show because we're going to go over the running back rankings, my top guys. Well, first, we got a lot of news to get into. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the news. News with views. So running back Ken Walker out of Seattle, he's going to undergo a procedure for his injury, um, and he's going to miss the remainder of the preseason. I believe it was like a groin injury or something like that. Uh, the head coach, Pete Carroll, said um, he was kind of very vague about it and how bad it would could be and said that they would expect Walker back by week one. This is not great news. It just means Penny should be moved up in your draft um, and just kind of wait on Walker now. And then, speaking of Penny, running back Rashad Penny, uh, he returned to practice with his groin injury on Tuesday, so good news for him. Uh, quarterback Drew Locke, still out of Seattle. Uh, he was supposed to start the second preseason um, the other night, last night, but he's got COVID, so we didn't see Drew Locke at all. Uh, wide receiver Michael Thomas out of the New Orleans Saints. His head coach, Dennis Allen, said that Thomas's ankle... It's going to be ready to go when the season starts. So that's good news for Thomas. I'll bump him up a little bit in my draft boards. Um, I'll trust him right around there where Alave is going to in the, what, I think that's 7th, 8th round-ish. Then running back Miles Sanders out of the Philadelphia Eagles. He missed practice on Tuesday with a hamstring injury. Um, I'm liking Gainwell more and more. I'm going to grab him in the later rounds as an insurance back and just probably pass on Sanders this year. Uh, next is running back Antonio Gibson out of the Washington Commanders. Uh, the report says Gibson is practicing with the punt team and the third team starting uh, string offense. This, so this is not good. I am fading him a lot. I'll look to grab Robinson later in drafts. Then running back Javante Williams out of Denver. Um, it was said at Wednesday's practice that Melvin Gordon said that they want Williams to be the guy. Um, I've suspected this kind of all season that he'd be... It wouldn't be a 50-50 split like it was last year. It would be more like 65-35. And with news like this, any nick to Gordon, any kind of ding to Gordon, uh, Javante could be a top five running back. So I like Williams a lot. Problem is, let's you know lower those expectations just a tad because Gordon is still going to be there. He'll still vulture some of those uh, carries and touchdowns that you want Javante to just run away with. Then wide receiver McCole Hardman out of the Kansas City Chiefs. He suffered a groin injury in practice on Wednesday. It's not great, but not enough information right now. So I'm going to bump Juju up in my ADP. Um, and then quarterback Deshaun Watson of the Cleveland Browns. He got his suspension. They negotiated it between the NFLPA and the NFL. 11 games and a $5 million fine. Personally, I don't agree with that, but whatever. I think he should be getting a year. Anyways. 11-game suspension. Now we got it locked in. Now we know what's going to happen. Um, we finally got the, the verdict there. So, Watson, I'm not drafting. I'll look to maybe add him later in the season as a streamer. Who knows? But uh, the receivers there, not looking to target. I'll go after Chubb or Hunt. I still think that they'll be solid uh, running backs this year. All right, so the main event, we got running back rankings. We're going to go over my top 10 running backs as of right now. None other than to start it off right now. Number one. Is Jonathan Taylor at number one. So no surprise here. JT is the top of the board. Taylor is safer bet than Christian McCaffrey is. It's just because of his age. And he's bolted up like the Hulk this offseason. 
Uh, he was dominant in 2021 with 11 RB1 performances in a row, and he was the only one of five running backs in NFL history to go for 1,800 yards and 18 touchdowns. Um, he does have a quarterback upgrade with Matt Ryan, so there could possibly be some touchdown regression, but we're not going to overthink it here. Taylor's my number one guy. Number two. Christian McCaffrey's my number two. Uh, it's been a bumpy road for CMC due to injury the last two years, uh, but stories out of camp seem positive, and when he plays, he's an elite running back. In the 10 total games he played in the last two years, it or he has seven top five finishes, which is as many as Dalvin Cook in that span. The man is game script proof, and it just comes down to whether you have the courage to draft him or not. I have not personally felt the burn from him, so I will be looking for CMC this year. Number three. Derrick Henry from the Titans is my number three. Even without playing for half the season due to injury last year, Henry was still a top 12 running back uh, points-wise until week 16. That's absurd. That's crazy. But he is another running back that is scary to draft this year. Um, concerns include his age, his Jones fracture in his foot, um, even though he returned from it in the playoffs last year, the fracture will now, it should be fully healed, but even Derrick Henry's going to start to break down with his, with all this level of work. Um, he might be used more in the passing game with AJ Brown now gone, but the Titans also have a first place schedule this year as far as against the run. So I'll be looking at Derrick Henry as my number three running back. Number four. Dalvin Cook of the Vikings is my number four. Uh, despite playing only 13 games last year, he had the fifth most carries and the second most 15-plus yard runs. But Dalvin Cook left a sour taste in a lot of owners' mouths with a subpar last couple of weeks. Um, I know I had him on all my teams, and yes, I felt the burn there. Uh, the thing with Cook is he'll miss a game or two, so you just must have a plan B option. Uh, for when that happens, you might be drafting Alexander Madison in with the last pick of your draft. Personally, I wouldn't. Uh, Cook is poised for more touchdowns this year. After only making it in the end zone uh, six times, his head coach, his new head coach, Kevin O'Connell, also brings an up-tempo style to the Vikings, potentially leading to more touchdown opportunities for Cook. Number five. Austin Eckler of the Chargers comes in at number five. So last season, we wondered if Eckler would get enough red zone opportunities to make him valuable. And spoiler alert, he did. The big question, can he handle the full workload this season? And will he get it? He is a pass-catching running back, which we know is so valuable, So and on a high-powered offense. But he should have some touchdown regression going on this year. The Chargers drafted Isaiah Spiller to spell Eckler potentially. Uh, Joshua Kelly's looked good in camp as well. But I like Eckler. His pass-catching uh, ability just makes him one of those top five guys. Number six. And Alvin Kamara of the Saints comes at my number six running back. So he finished last year as RB8. But question is, is he still super, like Super Camario? Uh, he averaged the most touches of his career last year, but was not as efficient or effective with those touches. Uh, he'll never be the same without Drew Brees, but it will be intriguing to see how he functions in this option in this offense led by Jameis Winston. 
Uh, more pass catchers have been added to the New Orleans Saints. Uh, so there's going to be a question of, is his pass catching, can he sustain that high 75 to 80 receptions? Um, the touchdowns are going to be essential to his game as well. Um, I'm not worried about his backup in Mark Ingram at all. So I like Eckler, or not Eckler, I like Alvin Kamara at number six. Number seven. Joe Mixon of the Bengals comes in at number seven for me. So Joe, he's polarizing. Uh, he was RB3 in 2001 and had the third most running back carries, uh, the fifth most red zone touches, and the fourth most touchdowns. Uh, Mixon is the guy in Cincinnati, but even with the improvements to the offensive lines, they still need to work to protect him and Joe Burrow. Um, one concern is that he's not game script proof, as well as remember seeing Samaj P. Ryan in the Super Bowl getting some work in the two-minute drill. Um, the Bengals' strength of schedule has changed drastically from last year, so they go from the third easiest to the seventh hardest. But I do like Mixon a lot. That's why he's my number seven. Number eight. Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers comes in at number eight. So Jones is going to as at a great value in drafts this year, typically in the second round. The Packers need pass catchers, and Jones is good at that. Um, he is an elite, he's very efficient runner. He has been the sixth in yards per touch over the last three years. He had the sixth most running back receptions and the ninth most red zone touches last year. Um, he will undoubtedly lose some touches to A.J. Dillon, but don't let that dissuade you from drafting Jones, especially at his current value. Number nine. DeAndre Swift of the Lions is my number nine. So Swift has the highest ADP on this list, which will inevitably rise even higher thanks to hard knocks. Um, sure, he has never finished a season as an overall running back one, but it's not for lack of trying. Um, his efficiency last year was off the charts, boasting the second most yards created per touch among all running backs. Uh, he was fantasy's RB7 until he busted his shoulder in week 12. And sure, as lovable as the Lions are, it's undeniable that they were and probably will continue to be bad. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Swift is essentially matchup proof thanks to his receiving prowls. Uh, he ended up last year with the fourth most receptions at 62, despite missing four games and being injured in another one. Um, prior to his injury history, he was on a 17-game pace for 114 targets, so and, and uh, that worked out to like 90 receptions. He'll also be behind one of the best offensive lines in football this year. So if you're in any kind of a PPR format, I like Swift a lot, but don't let let's not let this hype get out of control for Swift. But he's my number nine. Number 10. And then Nick Chubb of the Cleveland Browns. He comes in at my 10th running back. We already know the story of Nick Chubb. One of the best pure runners in the NFL. Uh, I'd put him up there with Derrick Henry. But he just doesn't get enough targets to warrant a top pick. Uh, Chubb finished last year with the second most rushing yards with 1,259. Via the fourth most evaded tackles at 23 per PFF. Uh, despite missing three games. But he needed to be efficient because he was barely used in that passing game. Um, being out-targeted by his counterpart, Kareem Hunt, 25-27, to 27, uh, who only played in eight games. So Chubb was also surprisingly boomer bust last year, where he had as many weeks in the top 10, which was seven, as he had as RB27 or worse, which was seven as well. 
So there's also ongoing Watson uh, debacle with the 11 game suspension, but I like the, the season, the schedule to start the season with them and with Jacoby. Jacoby's a solid enough quarterback. They'll lean heavy on Chubb. Why I got him at my number 10. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show we got in my quarterback rankings. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe. Whatever platform you're on, it really helps me out. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.